Welcome back to another beautiful episode of the best podcast. Best podcast in the world. New York Times bestseller. We're Sketchfest. Not, we're not talking about you. Oh, you don't hook no more. That's right. Um, I don't hook. I'm no your. More. I'm your. You don't even I'm have your a larger of the two hosts. Larger physically, yes. Yes. Mentally, no. Ah, uh, debatable. I'm, I'm the head bitch in charge. She's the forehead bitch in I'm charge. I'm the only one that has a title here. Yeah, really? Because if I look on here, it says co-host, and I'm in there. So okay, co-host don't mean shit. You know how many co-hosts I've had? I told you I'd give you a title if you thought of one that was appropriate. But alas, here we are. I'm you the head certified side bitch. piece. Head certified side piece. Yep. Sounds good to me. Um, welcome back to Sketchfest, where we talk about all things sketchy and everything in between. You guys will realize, um, soon that we don't just talk about sketchy shit. We're going to start talking about things that are off topic, I guess. But alas, we have quite an episode for you today. We do. To start out the episode, um, Chelsea is swiping on Tinder. <laughs> I can see I from a distance. I am trying to get to the bottom of my 5,922 likes so that I can see if my future ex-husband is at the bottom, if he's been... So in case you were wondering, she can see her likes because she bought the year subscription. I didn't buy the year. I bought the month um, just so I can see who is down here. Just because I'm sick of swiping... So I want to just see who's on here so I could take my pick. I need to, I, I need like one of them um, build a bitch type deals. You know, we all know what my type is. So I'm just looking for it. I'm going to pick what, them out. Mail of order? No, no mail order. Yeah. What's our, uh, what's our episode for today? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Oh my God. He's forklift certified. Same. Perfect. Let's go. Let's go. That's actually my type is forklift certifications. So I will no longer be on the podcast anymore. I will have to take vacation. <laughs> oh, I know this guy. He has my cat. This funny. He's on my. Li- All right. He liked me and he was my ex's coworker. And this orange cat is the cat that I gave him because he was very. He's very mean. Like your cat. exes, like your exes, like your your BDs. Yeah. Like old my, co- what's his my name? BDs coworker. Well, old coworker. His name what's is Logan. Logan what? Maybe I don't know him. Um, I cannot remember. Fair enough. But, um, he was cool. And then there's, like, Clayton. We love Clayton. Anywho, um, what the fuck were we talking about? Anyway. The so. What's, what's today's topic? What are we talking about today? I'm so glad. What the literal fuck was that? Hey, Dan. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. What a guy. Neckbeard of the year. It's neckbeard of the year. All right, so today's topic that we're going to be talking about is the Appalachia. The Appalachia? Appalachia. So for our listeners who are not from the eastern side of America, what is it? Where is it? How is it? So I'm so glad you asked. So let's start by addressing the question, what is it? Yes. So what is it? Uh, well, it's a cultural region in the eastern United States stretching from the southern tier of New York State to New, nope, to northern Alabama and Georgia. 
Okay. So it's all in the yee-yee, the yee-yee areas. Yeehaw. Uh, so although it stretches quite far, Appalachia typically refers only to the cultural region of the central and southern portions of the range, from the Catskill Mountains of New York, uh, southwest to the Blue Ridge Mountains, which run southwest, from southern Pennsylvania to northern Georgia and the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee and North Carolina. So basically... um. We all know what the Appalachian Mountains are, right? There's some goddamn mountains. Are if I'm going to talk about Appalachia, I'm going to There's some goats on the mountains? They I'm got mountain goats? My yee-yee. Um, actually, yes. But nice. I don't live there, so. Oh. Anywho. Um, so, in 2020, the region was home to an estimated 26.1 million people, of whom 80% are white. Since its recognition as a distinctive region in the late 19th century, Appalachia has been a source of enduring myths and distortions regarding the isolation, temperament, and behavior of its inhabitants. Early 20th century writers often engaged in journalism highlighting sensational topics regarding its occupants such as moonshining and clan feuding, also stereotyping its habitats, uh, habitants as being ignorant, anti-progressive, and racist. Yep, we in racist country now. Although well endowed with natural resources, Appalachians have long struggled economically and been associated with poverty. In the early 20th century, large-scale logging and coal mine, uh, coal mining firms were bought. Uh, no, they weren't bought. They bought. They didn't buy anything. <laughs> Brain stopped working a while ago. I guess so. There's a lot of wiring problems up there. Mm, All right. Shocking. Let's try again. Okay. Brain, brain. Large-scale logging and coal mining firms brought wage-paying jobs and modern amenities to Appalachia. But by the 1960s, the region had failed to capitalize on any long-term benefits from these two industries. So, fun fact... Cleveland, Ohio, Nashville, Tennessee, and Atlanta, Georgia are all within the Appalachian region, but are not considered Appalachia due to their metropolitan topography. Hmm. So we out here. So we out here. Uh, we are Appalachian. I am confirmed Appalachian, but I'll get to that later. So uh, let's talk about the Appalachian Mountains, right? So. The birth of the Appalachian Mountains was about 450 million years ago. The African and European plates collided with North America, creating Pangaea about 300 million years ago. Pangaea was a supercontinent that existed during the late Paleozoic and early Mesozoic areas. Areas? Eras. God damn, you can tell that my coffee's almost gone. So, mm. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Tasty. Okay, so this collision deformed the crust so badly of the Northern American plate that this became the Central Pangean Mountain Range. So they all crashed into each other and they made it ripple up and that's how the, the um, Appalachian Mountains were created. Okay. okay? So uh, this mountain range would have been enormous with estimate, estimates estimates 
putting it between the height of the Rockies and the Himalayas. The Atlantic Ocean rifted apart the Pangean mountain range and it stopped growing and actually began to erode. But the European and African plates actually took some of the Appalachian Mountains with them, meaning that the mountains in Greenland, Scottish Highlands, Caledonian Mountains, and the Little Atlas Mountains are all part of the Appalachian Range. Hmm. So, our Appalachian Mountains are on different continents as well, which I think is crazy. Strange. Isn't that weird? These are things they didn't teach me in uh, high school. Well, that's funny because this is my shit. I actually have been a woman in STEM, so I love science. I was actually going to be a earth science teacher. That was my plan when I was younger. That makes sense. You look like an earthworm. I am. I am. You ever seen the uh, Alaskan bullworm? That's me. I'm the Alaskan bullworm. Hey, yay! So, anywho, uh, these mountains are so old that there are caves within its system that have no fossils because there was simply nothing to fossilize. Uh, so, basically... These mountains would have been as big as the Rockies or the Himalayas, but the Rockies were not formed until about uh, 70 million years ago. So keep in mind, Appalachias were 400 some million years ago. They haven't had time to erode. So the Appalachia has been through some shit mm-hmm. and it has had the erosion process Okay. for yeah. quite some time. So, it's theorized that colonizers would take Native Americans and use them as guides for the land because they knew the land and they knew the mountains, but most importantly, they knew what was in the mountains. Nothing better than stealing land and then using and the people. And then stealing their people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like adding insult to injury. Yep. Like, Sounds Jesus. like America. Jesus. All right. So, the rules, the basic rules for the Appalachia are very straightforward. If you hear your name in the forest, no, you didn't. If you see something in the forest, no, you didn't. If you hear a baby crying at night, no, you didn't. When the sun goes down, you go inside. And this is because the place is crawling with cryptids. So if you don't know what a cryptid is... I do not. Please tell me what a cryptid is. I would love to tell you what it is. Um, A cryptid is a being or an animal that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the wild. Although cryptozoology is not currently recognized by science, but it is considered a pseudoscience. Hmm. So it's just like uh, Scientology. Tom Cruise? Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Angelina Jolie? The lips of an angel. All right, anywho. Did did you just... (laughs) Did I just make a remix? Yeah. Why are you calling me so late? Anyway, so Bigfoot, Mothman, Wolfman, Grimm's, the Cherokee Death Cat, the Wampus Beast, the Wampus, (laughs) the Smoke Wolf, and Flesh Pedestrians. (laughs) Uh, These are all going to be said cryptids that are believed to be within the Appalachian Mountain Range. Flesh, what? Flesh Pedestrians. Hundreds of people go missing in the Appalachian Mountains every year, but the National Park Service cannot provide any information on how many people go missing and how many are ever found. The Appalachians are home to hundreds of Native Native American burial sites, 
making this all the more creepy. And you would think by now we would know to not mess with Native American stomping grounds and or especially their burial grounds. Why would we stop? What do you mean? That's like the number one least haunted place in the world. Yeah, you're right. I know. The most haunted place in the world, though, is your fucking bedroom. I know you've got some ghosts in there. They're all in your closet. A lot of kids died in there. Oh, oh no. <laughs> They're all crusted up in socks. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your sock breathing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> this sock has a heartbeat. <laughs> Start compressions now. <laughs> Oh my god. No, no, you don't want to know what happened the last time we started compressions. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I fucking hate it here. All right, so let's talk about some of these cryptids, shall we? We shall. So, first, let's talk about the Bell Witch. Me. So, the legend centers around the Bell family. The Bell Witch, who is thought to be a woman named Kate Batts, was supposedly cheated in a land purchase by John Bell. The patriarch of the Bell family. The hauntings began sometime between 1817 and 1821 when the Bell Witch would show up disguised as an animal, such as a dog or bird, and she would focus on John's daughter, Betsy Bell, pulling the sheets off of her bed or even physically harming her with kicks, punches, and scratches. John Bell grew so concerned with these violent escalations that he shared his story with a family friend, James Johnston. After Johnston experienced the spirit firsthand, word quickly began to spread. The Appalachian ghost story eventually became famous enough to reach General Andrew Jackson. According to legend, Jackson and his party set up their tents outside of the Bell home. One man, claiming he had knowledge of how to deal with witches, boasted that his silver bullets were keeping the witch at bay. To punish him, the witch set her sights on the man giving him a beating that had Jackson's men begging to leave. After John, uh, John Bell's mysterious death in 1820, the Bell Witch continued to haunt his family. She even forced Betsy to break off her engagement with Joshua Gardner before eventually disappearing for good. Some stories claim that she promised to return to haunt John Bell's direct descendants in 1935, but there were no reports by Nashville physician Dr. Charles Bailey Bell to experience this for yourself, you could visit the historic Bell Witch Cave located in Adams, Tennessee. But here, let's move on to a better one, right? So that's just one of many. This uh, this place is just rich in crazy shit. Sorry. Let's talk about my favorite Bigfoot. Good old Bigfoot. Big old foot. Or big old forehead. It's my family. It's giving family members. It's giving direct descendants. It's giving evolution. Bigfoot. Anyway, prior to the 20th century, Bigfoot was known by names such as Sasquatch, which is a Salish word for wild men. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch, or Yeti in Himalayan folklore. Sasquatch was a hairy creature known for bellowing, stealing livestock, and shaking trees. Many other indigenous tribes had their own version of a large hair monster. But the myth of Bigfoot was the first to be recorded by European settlers. I have something to add to this. This is going to be the corniest thing you've ever heard in your life. Hold that thought for two seconds. All right, go ahead. The fuck was that? Oh, you got a soundboard up? Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Go, go ahead. What Kay. were you saying? So this is going to be the corniest thing you've ever heard in your life. My uncle, Uncle Dave, 
is a Sasquatch hunter. He devotes his life to hunting Sasquatch. And what makes it even better is that he made merch one time. He brought it to a family gathering. Guess what the merch was? What? He had watches that were in the shape of feet, and he called them Sasquatches. He brought this to our family function. I mean, to be fair, you bring your delusion to family function, too, so... I come from a long line of weird people. Clearly. Oh, was that a recording? Is that no. your voicemail message? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would be the funniest shit in the world. All right, anywho. A raw a chat. So that was Bigfoot. We all know and love Bigfoot. Shout out Bigfoot if you're listening. Yeah. Right come, in. We just want to know how you're doing. No, come be a guest, actually. Yeah. I would prefer for you to be a guest. The couch is big enough for you. It is. It is. Any hoosers? Then there's something called the Brown Mountain Lights. Found in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina, the Brown Lights are a true Appalachian mountain mystery. Locals and tourists alike have reported glowing orb-like lights in blue, white, orange, and red hovering approximately 15 feet off the ground in the Brown Mountain area near Morganton, North Carolina. Legend tells of a brutal battle between Cherokee and Catawba warriors on Brown Mountain, which left many dead on the battlefield. Hmm. So there's that. That one doesn't seem as spooky dooky. But then there's the moon-eyed people. I have no clue what a moon-eyed is. Moon-eyed. Oh, moon-eyed. Moon-eyed. They've moon got moon-eyed with eyes. a D. Eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, moon-eyes. Eyed. E-Y-E-D. But they have oh, moon, moon eyes. Eye. Okay. All okay. right. So, according to... <laughs> it's, it's pan. That was with, painful. With two M's. Pan with a D on the end, right? Huh? Oh, my God. Anyway, listening to you sometimes is painful. According to both Appalachian folk tales and Cherokee legend, a group of pale-skinned humanoids called the Moon-Eyed People might be hiding in the Appalachian Range. Typically associated with the small town of Murphy, North Carolina, the moon-eyed people are short, stout, and white-skinned, with bearded faces and large blue eyes. Their eyes were supposedly so sensitive to the sun that they remained nocturnal, which is why they are called moon-eyed. Legend says that the local Native American tribes waited for the full moon to drive the moon-eyed people from their underground caves. The bright light made them weak, forcing them to flee into other parts of the Appalachia for good. Appalachia. But then here comes another one, right? Here comes another uh, known and loved one. The Mothman. Oh, good old Daddy Yams. Mothman. So, this was made famous by a 1997 episode of The X-Files, which, might I add, the X-Files theme song scarred me as a child. So spooky. My mom would always listen to that, and I'd run into or watch that, and I'd run into the other room when the theme song came on because it would scare me. Anytime I heard it, I would cry. It's spooky dookie, spooky dookie. So, uh, made famous by X Files in the 2002 film The Mothman Prophecies. The Mothman is a fearsome creature with broad wings and red eyes who originated in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The story of the Mothman started on November 15th of 1966. Two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, reported seeing a large flying humanoid 
with a 10-foot wingspan and glowing red eyes following their car. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson believed it to be a large bird because the stories fit the description of a sandhill crane, which has a red forehead and wingspans recorded up to 7 feet and 7 inches. So, you. Just a little bigger than you. Dad? Is that you? <laughs> oh my god, your dad is in Mothman. Could you imagine? That would explain why... Let's hope for being double-cheeked up. I'm working on it. <laughs> on December 15th of 1967, the Mothman was credited for the collapse of Silver Bridge, which killed 46 people. Dang. Dang. Shout out. You ever seen Lost Boys? Long time ago. Such a good movie. It just gives me the same vibes as this. As Mothman killing 46 people? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. Um, also, Kiefer Sullivan, uh, Su- Su- Sutherland, Sutherfucker. 24, right? Jack Bauer? Is that not who it is? No, Kiefer Suther- Sutherland or Sutherland. Kiefer. Kiefer. You ever seen 16 and Pregnant or Teen Moms? Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. He plays Jack Bauer in 24. I don't know what that is. Just keep talking. Okay. Then here comes a fun one. The Wampus Cat. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. It's like uh, James Charles. Womp, womp, womp. Wait, who's James? Hey. Hey. Like James Charles, James Charles? Yeah. Like, hey, Sutters. Okay. Yeah. He was singing a song and it was really bad. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's like nightmare fuel. Anyway, so the Wampus Cat. You and TikTok. <sighs> that was most definitely on youtube and snapchat first the wampus cat aka cherokee death cat is a large cat similar to a mountain lion or a cougar with tan yellow fur six legs and large yellow eyes the legend holds that cherokee fem- that a cherokee female was cursed by tribal elders for witnessing a sacred pre-hunt ceremony she hid under the pelt of a large cat and got turned into the half-woman, half-beast. Um, forever left to wander alone through the mountains, the wampus cat acts out in anger at being cut off from her former life. She's known for standing on her hind legs and using her supernatural powers to drive her victims to insanity. In 1964, a hairy ape man, who sounds suspiciously like Bigfoot, was reported to be roaming around... U.S. 70, which I assume to be some sort of road. Interstate, yeah. The newspaper named the mysterious creature Wampus Cat, and the name stuck. So they named it Wampus Cat, and it stuck, basically. The name derives from the word Catawampus, which is a mountain folklore saying that describes a boogeyman or something that has gone badly. So that's just a few of them, right? We'll get to the bigger one in a little bit. My favorite one. But there are famous Appalachian folklore sayings that are still practiced today. And I thought this was, this was very interesting when I was writing them down. Um, because my family, who is Appalachian, still does some of these. Like, these are normal things in my life. Some of them. I'll point them out. But... Never close a knife that you didn't open or you'll have bad luck for seven years. Hmm. 
Keep a penny in your washer. Always go out the same door that you came in. Eat black-eyed peas or collard greens with hog jaw on New Year's Day. Don't wash clothes on New Year's Day or you will wash a family member out. Oh, I do that every weekend. <laughs> That's the only day I do laundry. So, Don't sleep on New Year's. Don't do any canning or gardening on your period. <laughs> Don't know what that one's about, but plant your crops under the full moon. This is one uh, that my family does is don't walk under a ladder. If mm -hmm. you find yourself yep. under one, don't turn around, but back up. So my family does that. Don't let anyone sweep under your feet. Never give someone a set of knives as a gift. If you gift them to newlyweds, it will cut their love. And honestly, maybe I should start doing that. Nobody can be in love here. The fuck? Um, if a black cat crosses your path, turn and go another way. Never repay salt that you have borrowed. If a bad storm is coming, put a two-edged axe into a stump facing the storm to ensure the storm goes around you. This next one is something that my family still does. Uh, if you spill salt, throw a pinch over your left shoulder so you won't have bad luck. It's just I've grown accustomed to doing it. Uh, when you drop your fork, it means that a woman is coming to visit. If you drop a knife, it means that a man is coming to visit. I'll be throwing that. The fuck you? Were you just biting your shoulder? No, I was trying to yawn, not in the microphone. Oh, all right. Anyway. <laughs> Do not cut your baby's hair before their first birthday. Your baby has to fall off of the bed before their first birthday. Well, clearly you did that one. I did that one. My kid did that one. I'm sure my kid's kid will do that one. But whatever. <sighs> uh, run a chicken over your baby to keep it from getting chicken pox. So my parents did not do this. I Are did get sure? chicken pox. Are I got chicken sure? pox. I promise. I used to have chicken pox too. Which, looking back, pox? hindsight, is chicken pox similar to like cold sores and like herpes? I have no idea. All I know is that if you've had it, you... You only get it like once. I well, think. you can have shingles, which is like the same thing. Yes. Um, HSV yeah. and herpes. Yeah. Totally fine. Anyway. Huh. It's legions. Legions. Sores. Legions. Legions. And legions. Don't let a pregnant woman see a dead body or the baby will have a, mer a birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that happens? <laughs> I guess if cows are laying down or leaves are upside down, it is going to rain. My family believes that one. I still believe that one. Hmm. Uh, hang a horseshoe upside down to keep the good luck from running out. Wear a buckeye in your bra to ward off rheumatism. What is rheumatism? All right. So rheumatism is any, di any disease marked by inflammation and pain in the joints, muscles, or fibrous tissue, especially rheumatoid arthritis. So, I have that. Anywhoosers. Uh, this next one my family does. Hold your breath while you pass the cemetery or you will be the next to die. So, what happens if you're going on a walk and you end up in Lakeview? I don't know. I don't know if you're making it out. Probably not. If you see a white horse, you will have good luck. Hold your feet up when you're crossing a railroad track or you'll lose your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> very specific 
If you all right, so this next one I still do, and I believe it wholeheartedly. If you are walking with someone, you have to go on the same side of a post or an obstacle. Oh, uh, yep, yep. Or else it'll break your friendship. These all came from Appalachia. Appalachia. Is that how you pronounce it? Ap- Appalachia. Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Or Appalachia. Uh, I think it's like technically called like Appalachian. App- Appalachian. 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 I don't know. I just call it Appalachia. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep, I have the southern twang, so I, I guess that. you look like you probably fucked a cousin. I have never slept with my cousin. None of them. I know quite a few people who have slept with their cousins, though. It seems that's to be common. That's for a different, different day. Um. So, do not wash your clothes on Sunday, like we were talking about. If your nose is itching, it means that company is coming. Open the window when someone dies and cover the mirrors so that their soul can escape. Hand a mirror. No, this was be hang. Hang a mirror by the door to protect against evil. And never leave a rocking chair rocking or you'll invite spirits. Hmm. So I think those are funny. But. Um, very eccentric people. Very goofy goobers. It's giving very much the Whitakers. I would like to do an episode on the Whitakers eventually. The um, the severely inbred family. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, where like homie barks. Yep, I saw that on the uh, he understands soft, soft white underbelly. Yeah, yeah, I was watching it the other night. Um, but any hoosers. Let's talk about the infamous, probably the most well-known uh, lore the of the Appalachian. The Abominable Snowman? <laughs> no. No, not the Abominable Snowman. But we're going to talk about flesh pedestrians. So, flesh Fle- pedestrians. Flestrians? Huh? Flestrians. Equestrians? Yep. I know you like your horse girls. No comment. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so flesh pedestrians, um, they have another name that I am not going to state because it is not my place. If you would like to know what their official name is, you can Google flesh pedestrians. But in Navajo culture, a flesh pedestrian is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal there are reportedly uh or they are reportedly near impossible to kill except for with a bullet or a knife dipped in white ash which personally if a flesh pedestrian walked up on me there ain't no goddamn way they're not gonna kill me first ain't no goddamn way should have carried that knife with the white ash absolutely not Good and tasty. So, anyways, <laughs> Navajo are reluctant to even talk about them, even amongst each other, because traditional belief is that speaking about them is not only bad luck, but it makes their appearance all the more likely. So basically, you speak them into existence. Like you were telling me earlier, when I spoke them into existence. Yeah. Let's it was like go. Beetlejuice. He's over here f- playing with his life. 
Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, people report seeing animals that stare at you with an empty gaze or animals that have humanoid faces. Have you ever seen an animal that looks like a human trapped in an animal body? No. No? I'm going to send you some references later. Uh Uh-oh. Because it's alarming. Um, People will also report strange voices coming from the woods that say alarming things like, help me, look behind you, or they can say your name, or you might hear babies crying. Your first instinct is to, uh, if you hear, you know, something begging for help or crying for help, your first instinct is, I should help that. In the Appalachia, you don't. You run. You turn around, you don't make eye contact, and you go home. Fun fact that I've already talked about. All right, let's hear it. My ancestry results state that I'm tied to the Appalachia settlers. So, both Central, South, and North Central, uh, my family tree is reported to have settled in parts of Southern West Virginia. She is a skin flute. I mean, a, uh, a skin flute. Flesh. I can play skin flute. Um, so we settled in West Virginia. Ohio, Pennsylvania, and the border of West Virginia and the Great Smoky Mountains. Have you ever been to Smoky Mountains before? Nope. It's spooky. I ain't never been to West Virginia either. You ain't never been to West Virginia? Nope. You want to go? I've been pretty close, but never been, never actually been. You want to go to West Virginia? We can go see my grandma. Yeah, good old mammy. Charlotte. 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 Wow. She is a hoot and a holler, but just know What a gal. Just know that she requires us to go hang out on the ATVs in the forest by ourselves, and she will shoot a rattlesnake right in front of you. Okay, sounds like my kind of lady. She's obsessed with the Pillsbury Dome Man as well. She is she single? Yes. <laughs> Shout out Grandma. Yeah, no, she got rid of that man. She said, goodbye, Leroy. This woman used to trust me and my cousins. On an ATV. The fact that anyone would trust you. I'm a trustworthy bitch. First of all. Good. (laughs) Are you used to keeping things up in front of your mouth? Yeah. It's drooping. Well, you gotta gotta do better. It won't. (laughs) It won't stay erect. I would love another coffee, but I'm bougie and I make my own good coffee at home. I can't just have a black coffee. Not racially charged. It's just, you just bitter. Call a what? Please say that again. What are you going to call the cops? Cop calling ass bitch. Are you kidding me? I call the sh- cops. I'll get shot. Uh, West Virginia. So anyways, um, my family is... From the Appalachia. And I love it. There's nothing quite like being a hillbilly. It's just there's not a goddamn thing in the world that bothers you. You just hill and billy. You billy in the hills. Yep. It's actually funny because my grandma, she uh, 
She lives on the top of a like hill. I don't mm. want to say a mountain because it ain't really a mountain. It's right. more like a hill of sorts. But she owns all the property that is obviously the hill. And then the like valley, I guess. But there's a fucking mobile home in the valley off yonder. And it's got some crackheads in it. They got a meth lab. Good for them. They've been feuding forever. This woman will go down there with her BB gun and start shooting at them. She's fucking crazy. She has a goat. It's just a fucking random ass mountain goat. She's got a goat. She called goat it Billy. Goat as a friend. Billy the Billy. Billy the goat. Billy the mountain goat. He actually one time got stuck in. I think I've already mentioned this on the podcast. But it needs another, another refresher. He actually one time got his chunky little ass stuck up in. Um, stuck up in the tire swing that me and my cousin had. Oh no, step goat. And it was on like a little hill. So, he was just dangling like 10 feet off the ground in his fucking tire swing. She has a wraparound porch. Which, which is pretty sick. Dang, I do like wraparound porches. It's fucking sick, dude. But, um, it's a fairly high fall if you fall off. So, a death fall. And it's double tiered, actually. Well, the top tier is full wraparound, and then the bottom is like... Two sides of the house are wraparound. So it's like a double decker type deal, but it's right, sick right. as fuck. But um I love she out a crick out yonder. And I don't know if this is like scientifically proven or like true or not, but growing up they always told us that um like all the mountains in West Virginia had three crosses for Jesus and his disciples or whatever up there. Um, so she's got the three crosses looking at her property, and it's quite, it's quite spooky, honestly. Sounds kind of West Virginia. West Virginia, Mount Mama, take me home. She lives in Birch River. She lives in a river. No, Birch River. That's a place. But it's a good time. So I come from a long line of hillbillies, and hillbillies is my word to say. Okay. So All right. I don't care if it offends you because it's my culture. <laughs> no, but like for real, um, I'm like, when I got my DNA results back, I was like shook the fuck. You like, were shooketh. I was shooketh the house down boots. Because I'm like so caucus, so so white. But so my grandpa's from West Virginia, and my grandma's from Tennessee. Then he moved her in with him back in the fucking fifties, sixties, or something, into West Virginia. And then somehow they made themselves up in Ohio for the steel mill and shit. And uh, you know that my my family's at big old hillbilly yee yee festival because my grandpa god rest his soul he uh died on the couch while watching nascar if did you follow Ameri- if that ain't the american dream yeah he had a stroke while watching nascar and he refused to go to the hospital until it was done and then what a he, guy i don't know his uh he was a race car driver so it was very <laughs> important to him dale earnhardt and shit uh, Rest in peace, Dale. Rip Aronskis. But his, uh, my grandpa's uh, race car is still sitting in my grandma's. 
garage. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. It's a quick boy. It's still sitting in a garage, but... Got your uh, name on it. It's got no... If anything, she's going to give it to my uncle, which is a bad idea. I could see riding that around on 71. Get That's rid of the caddy. What I'm get the NASCAR. Thinking. Put some slicks on it. Yeehaw. That's what I'm fucking saying. But it's got a bunch of padlocks on it. She won't let nobody in there. You can't even fucking see it through the window no more. It's all tarnished and shit. Well, it's just rotten. Yeah. I wonder if she plans on being buried with it. You know that my grandma told me that when she dies, you guess what I get in the will? Just fucking guess. This hillbilly-ass bitch. Raccoon hat. No. Worse. Mind you, this woman is a landlord. She owns three houses, and I'm one of her favorite... I'm her favorite grandchild. Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, Bridget. But... An outhouse. You would think that she would give me one of her houses. No. Right. You know what this bitch is leaving me? Hmm. Her waterbed. <laughs> She's leaving me her goddamn waterbed. Yeah, I love being seasick in the middle I, of the night. <sighs> Fucking what the hell kind of shit is that? I didn't know that waterbeds were still a thing. She'd been holding on to it for a while. She has been. It's been there for goddamn centuries at this point. Damn. It was fucking 900 B.C. Sorry, Memo. Well, hey, you got a waterbed out of You know what's really funny, too? This is so off topic. Hmm. But, um, well, I guess, like, not really. It kind of just goes to show that, like, my whole family is just hillbilly-ass central. Um, My grandparents are so yee-yee that they frequently lied to us all the time. And, like, I'll get into some of the other shit real quick. But, um, first of all, they lied to us, right? So... Growing up, we had to call my grandma Mamma, and my grandpa's name was Papa. Mm-hmm. One time I asked Pretty them. Pretty standard. One time I asked them. I said, "What does Mamma and Papa stand for? Like, what does it mean?" You know what my grandpa told me? He goes, "Uh, Mamma and Papa means Grandma and Grandpa in Spanish." I said, "Oh hell yeah, I'm a bilingual bitch now." I'm bilingual. Bilingual. Jesus Christ. But these were the same people. My grandma used to pick me up from my Catholic school, uh, when I was younger. She'd pick me up, take me to go get ice cream, and then she would take me to this like gambling place with her, and she would make me scratch off all her scratch offs. I had my own trusty dusty quarter. And then you get any cut of the winds? No. But when I first, well, when I started to get a little bit older, whenever she would give us like uh, Christmas gifts and shit, she'd give us a little scratch off here and there. She was starting us young. But, anyways, uh, when we were younger, we'd call her, Mama, where you at? I'm at Prescott. Prescott is a fucking um, casino down in like Pennsylvania or something. She was there every goddamn weekend. But when she wasn't there, she held gambling nights at her house right uh, so growing up her best friend's name was toots toots like t-o-o-t-s t-o-o-t-s okay toots shout out toots shout out toots but this they used to sit on the phone every night and they would talk for an hour and then toots died so while they were talking on the phone no oh. not on the phone but ever since then my grandma she she told me the well recently it was kind of sad. She was like, you know, I used to just sit by the phone and wait for Toots to call. And now she will never call again. I was like, oh, JJ, 
What the That's fuck? depressing. It's very sad. But she used to fucking have gambling nights at her house with toots and some other fucking old people. And they would just drink whiskey straight out the bottle. And they would gamble. <sighs> she would let me fucking... She taught me how to play poker when I was 10. Teaching you early. She has a gambling machine in her house. Jesus Christ. Yeah. she's. I said, where'd so, you get that from, Gigi? So she said, does she just fill it with her own money so it feels like she's always winning? She puts like 50 cents in there and lets the kids play with it. My kid, he loves to play it. He, he just goes in there and every time it makes a noise and it spits out a quarter, he's like, yeah, I'm rich. I'm like, yes, yeah, sir, you are oh, just filthy. Name, just name dropping over here. I know. Huh? I'm going to fucking, I got to I don't think he signed a. He didn't. He didn't, no. He didn't sign a release form. Or an NDA. Um, well, he's a minor, so. Even more reason. Can't sign an NDA if you're a minor. I mean, I'd be mining. Also, you can break an NDA if there's an actual crime involved. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. How do you know? That's for me to know and you to find out. That's why I'm asking. Um, I'm trying to find out. So NDAs are like non-disclosure agreements. So you aren't allowed to say anything if you sign one. But uh, it's very popular in those that are, um, you know, normal folk hanging out with big celebrities or whatever. Uh, they don't want no secrets out there. But if there is a crime committed, like sexual assault or any sort of violence, uh, any sort of like fraud, anything like that, extortion, it can be broken with no legal penalty penalties. Hmm. So the more you know, if you sign an NDA, just know that if there's a crime committed, you can break it. Then you have to prove the crime if a crime isn't already proved. Well, it's always good to so have. So it's still hearsay. So you do, do you wear a body cam? There's so many levels to this. I don't know. But all I know is that I'm a hillbilly through and through. And I love the Appalachia. It's so spooky. Like, you can watch so many different things. Like, um, fucking, like, the uh, Skinwalker Ranch. The what? That's what it's called. I am just quoting what it's called. But it would be the Flesh Pedestrian Ranch. Um, the Flesh Pedestrian. Flesh Pedestrian Ranch. That sounds like a weird... Body farm? Yeah. That's the term. It's going to say brothel, but... Yeah, I mean... You're not wrong. We could start that. Should we start our own brothel? It's, you know, I feel like it's a dying breed. Fucking, you know how much money we'd make out here in Let's revitalize that bitch. Ohio? Well, we'd make some killer bang. Did we just make a business? Did we just start a business? Jot that down. Jotting. Actually, my phone's about to die, so I'm not going to jot that. You you jot it. Thanks. Um, any hoosers. But yeah, so there's a lot of things that you can watch on it. And like, there's that, um, that infamous family. That is actually from the Appalachians. And it's the Whitaker family. Where they have been severely inbred. Time and time and time again. To the point where now they can like understand what you're saying kind of. But one of them barks. 
And I think that's incredible. But like, they are an interesting group of people. We're going to go into them eventually because I do want to talk about them. But I want to get all my facts straight. Um, But other than that, it's just a spooky place. There's a bunch of moonshiners and shit down there. Yeehaw, get that strong stuff. But we don't drink. Well, I don't. Ain't no pussy on this podcast. If I drink, I get a bellyache, so... It's immediate karma. Just hot girl tings. Just hot girl tings. I always get a bellyache. But anyways, um, that was just the rundown of Appalachia. We can definitely do another episode eventually of like getting more into the lore. But Appalachia <laughs> is a wild fucking wasteland, man. Every time you say the lore, I think of like there's some comedian that did a skit talked about dating and like the previous people you slept with and referring to it as the lore i love to do that actually like i love to know the lore about people um so i think of like all these funny stories is just like the lore or it's like i want to know about you tell me the lore my lore is incredible period I think it's incredible that this dude on Tinder has my cat still. I mean, I'm grateful for it. Thank you for keeping him. Nothing rounds out a episode on Appalachia and Inbred than Chelsea swiping on Tinder. I wonder if I was inbred. I feel like there's got to be at least Probably like... why you got a yeast infection. I don't have a yeast infection. Thank you. Thank you. But um, there's got to be at least like one case of in- inbred in my... Lore. <laughs> Wait, what? There's got to be at least one inbreed in my lore. You know, there's this girl that I dated years ago. Yeah, tell us about it. And she uh, inbred? She had a Habsburg jaw? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Them dudes look like the, um, the Habsburg jaw people. They look like they have been smelling their own shit for like 14 years. And they're just like, ew. They got like that. Ew, face, you know? It's giving very much quagmire. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I dated this girl for a while and, you know, got to know her mom. And her mom grew up in where? Did you sleep? West Virginia. And come to find out that her mom's parents were brother and sister. Oh, even worse. So her dad was this old guy who lived on a hill and would, like, shoot at him and shit, like, live next door. And uh, his youngest sister was her mom's mom. (sighs) So she was technically inbred. West Virginia. Seems like a wild time over there. They probably have a great time. Simple living. Dude, I would kill for some simple living. Keep it in the family. Which, you know, speaking of inbred... (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. That was a, a weird transition. <laughs> I'm so Speaking interested of inbred, to see. Let's talk about like dog breeders. Oh. Getting those purebred dogs. Those Ew. dogs are as inbred as possible. I hate unethical they also, breeders. They also tend to, I mean, just like. I'm inbreed, not a dog person, but in, like in, still. In anything inbred, you know, the more pure you get, the more things kind of get a little weird. 
So why wouldn't you just crossbreed dogs indefinitely? Hmm. Just something I thought about. Can we just talk about how like pugs? I love pugs. Are so severely just misshapen. Oh yeah, we grew. Up, I grew up with pugs. I got the my my, my mom loves some flat faced dogs. They can't breathe, and have a billion health issues. Sounds like a typical white lady. You ain't wrong. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Did, was she ever into those dogs that um are like white and have the crusty brown eyes? No, Jesus. <laughs> I will never understand that uh, yeah, dog understand. breed at yeah. all. Me never. Either. Like More its for the eyes are crusty. Live in the crusties, die in the crusties. That thing looks fucking like it's seen better days. Hit. Yeah. I am not a huge dog person, but like when we had dogs growing up against my will, um, we always had really big dogs like Akitas mm-hmm. and King Corsos. Oh, you had the big dogs. You had the big and aggressive dogs, huh? Uh-huh. We actually had at one point we had um, we had two Huskies. One was the black and white, and the other one was the red and white. And, or I guess like fawn, whatever the fuck it's called. But then we had a Rottweiler at the time. And the husky and the Rottweiler got in a fight in the yard. <coughs> in the yard. And one of the neighbors came over and shot the Rottweiler. Damn. Yeet. In the middle of Cleveland. Fucking crazy. But I will Rest say I really like the Akitas. The Akitas were yeah, so they're cute. They're so cute. They're big. Which is crazy that they're technically the most aggressive, but they don't look most aggressive they're big teddy bears good old maya and denali yeah they're big bears denali or denali denali okay denali ran away very sad but maya was with us for fucking like 15 years before we had to put her down dang Mm. my buddy's got a pug who's 20 years old just turned 20 (laughs) how I'll How was that thing not collapsed on itself? I'll send you a video. You know what I really do love, though? And I wish that... Oh, I can't because they're not on Instagram anymore. Dang. Oh. Um, I don't... Like I said, I really don't like care for dogs, all like that. But if I were to get a dog, which I would like to eventually... Only this one dog, though. But I want a fenced-in backyard. That's the only way that I can like mentally handle having a dog. Right, just knowing right. it's safe and in my yard. Um, old English bulldogs. I fucking love them. Me and my ex-husband had Big, old English. Smelly. Big smelly snore. snorting, slobbering. Yep. yep. Fucking oh. huffing and puffing. Little sausage mm. running around. Smushed face. God Lazy. forbid that thing runs behind you. Yep, you're you're going down, especially you're, you, Timber. Oh my God, this dude knocked me over so many times. Somebody, and then he would lay on me, and I'm like, we're literally the same weight. <laughs> we are the same weight. Holy shit. He's still kicking it, though. Good I have his uh, his AKC papers still. I was going to say AK-47. I'm like, damn, dog be packing. <laughs> he do be packing. <laughs> that dog, I he's a medical anomaly, truthfully. I don't know how he has eaten the amount of things that he's eaten in his life and survived. Like, this dude ate a pound of chicken wings one time. Didn't die. He ate not one, but 
multiple of my uh, ex-husband's like figurines. He's obsessed with Dragon Ball, so he had like all of their. Mm-hmm. He called them toys. Yeah. But you know, so dog ate a million of those. The dog has eaten so many of my shoes. He has eaten fucking frogs off of the wall. We had a frog problem in Georgia. <laughs> there was like one time I went to go take a shower and there was a I grabbed the fucking shampoo and there's something sticky and I look and there's a tree frog on it. I lost my ever loving mind. The dog has eaten frogs like there was one stuck to our back door. He just suction cupped around it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly That's like that. That's great. Um, he ate a Game Boy one time. He it sounds like my first dog. He has eaten a PlayStation controller. My uh, my first dog was a pug. He ate a bottle of slug bait, which is like the shit you put on plants and it kills the slugs. Oh shit! Yeah, he ate a whole oh. script of fifty-five milligram Adderall. <gasps> um, the same dog ate an entire um bottle of Tums. Probably didn't have gas for the next year. <laughs> I don't think you shit for the next like four <laughs> months. Oh. Bro is stopped up with chalk. He ate Hot Wheels. Jesus Christ. Like there's not a single thing this dog did not eat. He's a tank. He was absolutely a tank. Big old funky sausage. And he's still kicking it. Good for him. I'm still friends with my ex-husband, but he told me recently that um his hips are getting bad. But other than Your that. Your ex-husband's hips are getting bad? No, the dog's hips are getting bad. I don't care about my ex-husband's hips. Lanky motherfucker. That dude's a noodle. Same. I love him still, though. That's my dude. It's my, my guy. He is my... I feel like he is my soulmate, but we were never meant to get married. So we're like... I don't know. The same person. He taught me how to get bullied. And not cry about it. Y'all birth chart kids say the weirdest things, I swear. He's a Gemini. Like I said, and I digress. I'm a Pisces, and I hate Gemini. Oh That's why we God. couldn't be married any longer. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, and he cheated on me. Well, there's that too. But whatever. I've moved past it. We're cool. Anyways, that was um today's episode. Scotch fast about the apple opcha. Got any questions, comments, concerns? Would you like to be on the episode, or even just write something in? You can reach us at sketchfestpodcast at gmail dot com, and make sure you leave in the subject if you want to remain remain anonymous. Um, if you don't specify, we will automatically. Roast you. We will surrender your anonymity. Anonymity. Um, So you will no longer be anonymous if you don't specify. And we will roast you harder. And we won't share the website. But we will, But if you have an interesting email name, it will get shared. Yeah. So come on, neckbeards. Let's see them, them anime emails. Yeah, let's see them anime titties. You can what? Also, you can also find us on... Whoa. Hmm? Hello? What? Dad? You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord. Mm-hmm. 
YouTube. No, oh, yeah, YouTube. Duh. Uh, Most importantly, Spotify. Obviamente, no. And then if you feel like uh, supporting us, you can find us on, what's it called? Is it Buy Me a Coffee or Buy yep. a Coffee? Or? Buymeacoffee.com slash, uh, slash Sketchfest. Or you can also help support us if you were to uh, pledge to our Patreon. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have a Patreon. Custom, I always forget about Patreon. Yeah. Don't forget about them feet pics. Yeah. All exclusive of, content. Yes. Exclusive content on there. Um, primarily Joshua's feet. Yep. And there will be a video up here shortly of me waxing Dan's back. Ooh, that sounds kinky. It was kinky. It was kinky. Should have got down to the butt crack. You know, I thought about it. Just thought about it. I was going to wax his balls, but he wouldn't let me. Really? Yeah. Dan, why not? Our sound guy's asleep. I think he's napping. Um... But yeah, so if you want to help support us, that would be really greatly appreciated. Buymeacoffee.com slash Sketchfest. Uh, all donations that are received will go directly back into Sketchfest, where we plan on upgrading some equipment so that potentially by summer, we could be doing videos. And then you would Let's see us go. more on YouTube, which I think would be sick nasty. Also... For anyone that may be wondering, Anton will be back before you know it. So it's going to be a fucking trifecta here. Good old jail, jailbird coming Good home. Good old jailbird's coming home eventually. But that's pretty much it for today. Yeah. You can follow Joshua on Instagram at... Hello? X. Words. X. BLK Garden X on Instagram. Yeah. I think that's the only social I have. Yeah. Yeah. I would say follow me, but I did temporarily disable She's my trying to run Instagram. from the haters. Yes. But who knows? Maybe by the time you hear this, I'll be back up. So if you want to follow me, it's at trash underscore cat with two T's. Thank you. On Instagram. But I think Adios. that's about it. Follow us on Facebook. That's our biggest one. And Spotify. Give us a freaking follow on Spotify, please. Yes. Or, you know, even better, give us a follow on everything, including Spotify. And then we'll give yeah, you we a forehead bump, kiss. Yeah, we got to bump the numbers up. Yeah. Give us some numbers and we'll give you the some forehead kisses. The forehead will kiss the forehead. Mm-hmm. And especially if you have prime real estate, if you've got a five head, we'll give you not one, but two forehead kisses. Mm-hmm. You get that DP forehead action. Mm. Anyways, that's been it for today. Uh, 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 u